0: The College Football Experience Week 4 Preview and Picks episode for 2022 on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The S G P N app it's live in the app store and Google play store. It is free to download and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, what's up? you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it
1: ride, baby.
0: Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week four, two 2022 week preview. I mean, come on guys. We have four weeks out there. Well, after today will be four weeks out there. So if you're curious, well, actually we do have four weeks out there. If you conclude week zero, go back and listen. We go through all of that. We rate the all the 30, uh, we grade all the 30 coaching hires that happened this off season. Uh we got you covered There's a transfer portal episode. We got you covered in case you're wondering who the hell you're talking to. This is uh this is are listening to. This is Colby swinging and Dan aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price that no one touches Dundee. Ho, 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 ho. It's it's what May May 11th. And we're talking Week Four college football. Yes, you came to the right place. Do not adjust your sets because this is what the fuck we do here on the College Football Experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. All right. I thought our last episode was absolute fire because you know we were just uh, we got some compliments on that. Welcome. Laying shout out. Facts. To, shout out to welcome to UAB. Um, uh, say that again, Patty. C. I
1: said we're laying down the facts.
0: We are laying down the facts. We are getting there. Uh, but uh, look, this guy. Former, former JMU Duke defensive back, give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi-o-ha. Car towed all the way to your house, and all you got for me is light beer. <laughs> What's up, buddy? What the were you gonna
1: ask light me? Beer. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay for a white guy to throw up the Omega? Sure, sure. You know, just d- bringing
0: those did Omega... some. I feel like wrestlers did that shit, right? Probably.
1: You so, know, some wrestler threw up the Omega. Somebody
0: did it. Someone did it out there. I don't there.
1: know if he was white. I feel like I He's might get be stomped. White. I don't think it's no. I think that would be welcome. You know, I feel like if you throw up the Omega, mm-hmm. the brothers would appreciate it.
0: Hey, uh, look. I, I don't even really. I've never really dove that deep into that. But I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna go gonna ahead lie. and say you're you're all right in my book. I'm just making shit up. All over right. Here. Now can, it, it looks pretty cool. What about I mean, what it, about the what about you. the call? What about the Hulk Hogan call? You know, That's I think better. you're safe there too. A little safer, yeah. yeah. Not quite as cool though. Not, <laughs> I don't know. True. It's kind of cool though, because you're kind of telling the crowd, "Hey, hey, give it to me now." All right. Uh, <laughs> look, this guy's known known to call a thing or two. Give it up four. The DFS God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP good upper NC Nick in the place to be
2: what's going on gentlemen. How are we doing?
0: Excuse me. What's the story behind this pending paternity suit against you?
1: Oh, that's not a case at all. The woman's a stone faced liar. Let's not even talk about that. I, I
2: pulled out her really early on that one. Sorry. Thanks for coming.
0: <laughs> Bigger and McCracken. Classic Kingpin. Yeah. You gotta love Kingpin. How you guys doing? It's been a wild, it's been a wild uh, week since we, since we, well, Patty C I saw you on Monday, but you know,
1: been a wild day or two for you guys. Since then,
0: it has been a while we had, Go check out. We had Scooby Wright, former Arizona wildcat. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. You'll get all that, but we had him on the show, Uh member of the Birmingham stallion. So go check that out. But uh, look, I mean the, the college football world it's been, it's it, this is, I would say since I've been alive, this has definitely been the craziest off season. <laughs> um, we are getting rumblings at the ACC. We'll be uh, ditching both the coastal and the Atlantic divisions—they're—they're they're so prestigious. Uh, some would say uh, not
1: as prestigious as the Leaders and Legends divisions as the <laughs> Big Ten's. That's know, true. That was one of the
0: worst
2: ideas ever. Jeez. <laughs> the Leaders and the Legends. Did that Let's, last one season? Yeah. Yeah. How long did
0: that Just last? Just one.
1: That, when you're too pretentious for the Big Ten, <laughs> that's when you
0: know you fucked up. <laughs> Uh, so uh, look. Uh, what do you think about this? I, I I have this note because I had to, I had to 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 break down what the hell this was. Um, it's a three five five scheduling format, apparently. Uh, where they do three rival. So you have your three rivals that you play every year. So I would assume. <laughs> Now I would love to know who Syracuse's three uh, three rivals would Apparently, be. Apparently, uh, according
1: to the Athletic, Florida State is one of them. So <laughs> <laughs> we've already got a, That's, an air ball yeah,
0: here. Already
2: bullshit. <laughs> well, a better question is who's Clemson's. Three rivals: Georgia Tech, Syracuse, and Boston College, or something. I mean, no Duke,
0: Yeah, yeah. This Duke, Duke, Georgia Tech. Hey, (laughs) as commissioner of the ACC, we want to honor the rich tradition of the Clemson-Duke rivalry. (laughs) Right. All right. Uh, Just unbelievable. We'll see. I would imagine, like for Miami, you could say, okay, Florida Florida State. State. I actually think Boston College with the floody magic there. Yeah, maybe preserve that. And then what? Who's Virginia the f- Tech or Pittsburgh? yeah, Virginia I Tech. I think right? of
1: those. I think Miami's got a few, I mean, some of those are stretches.
2: Pittsburgh's a stretch. There's no real. Who's rivalry. Pitt's three rivalries? Syracuse. I would. Th- I would keep things more geographical. I would too. So yeah, I I think it'd be Pitt, Syracuse, Boston College. Uh, who else is up that way? Okay, Louisville, I guess.
0: Yeah, Louisville's close. <laughs> what do you give Louisville? They were in the fucking conference. At least like Pitt has the old ba- the Big East teams, like like Boston College and Syracuse in there. Yeah, like Louisville's just random. Louisville joined yeah. the Big East after those teams left. Yeah, right? yeah. So you can't. They even, have no history. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Louisville do- doesn't have a rival in the ACC,
0: and I, I don't know. If that that that's- should be the Duke one, but they're not going to do that. They're going to give Duke they should give No, Duke. Duke's going to have what NC State wake and and North and Carolina. Yeah, keep it keep it all North Carolina. Well, that's what you would think. I guarantee right. you. I guarantee you they probably they probably switch it up and do something else. But what do you make of it NC Nick? What do you make of this uh 355 this uh Rocky Long defense when it comes to <laughs> scheduling? I like it actually. I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, the one
2: issue is that it's still an eight game schedule they've they've discussed and you know, I think we all agree that Every major conference should play the same amount of conference games, whether eight or nine, like the Pac 12 or the uh, Big 10 or Big 12, uh, Big 12 or, or too. You yeah. love the hate uh, on the Big 12, buddy. <laughs> no, I, I don't hate on them. <laughs> I just forget about them. Uh, big difference. <laughs> no, I think it, it, it makes sense because right now you have teams that years, Uh-oh. I mean, they shouldn't even be in the same conference. So I like the idea that you play what Every team, at least every other year, is it or every third year? Every other. What's
1: year the breakdown right now? That's, wh- that's yeah. what. That's where the
2: second five
1: comes in.
0: But right now, right now, Syracuse and what? Syracuse and uh, Miami play once every seven years. Yeah, they're not even in the fucking same conference, as far out. as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but with this format, it would be every other year, which I do think is a win. Definitely. But I gotta think if you're a UVA fan or a Duke fan, you know Duke. It wasn't that long ago that they were representing the ACC in the ACC championship. Uh, It's going to be extremely hard with this new format to represent the ACC in the ACC championship. If you're
1: not the best team, you shouldn't be (laughs) representing the (laughs) ACC.
2: Exactly, exactly. It's more fair now. the 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 two best teams should be playing just like the Big Twelve does it in the championship game. So who cares if the Coastal is really weak one year and they get a team in there and they get just demolished by Clemson or something. It should be the best two that. That'll make for better uh, conference championship games. I agree. I agree and and it,
1: more relevant in terms of them being able to push a team into the playoff. Yeah. Especially in years where it's like in question whether they're going to get in there or not.
0: Yeah, I agree. So what do you mean? You, you, are you're for it too. Mr. uh UVA I'm
1: definitely for it. I mean, I think like the divisions, they were randomly drawn in the first place and uh, they created these random like wannabe to rivalries, like Florida State playing Boston College every year. No, we don't need that. You know, let's
0: we, we don't we don't need Boston College like playing anybody. Right? Anyone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: unfortunately, we're gonna get more of Duke Boston College, which uh, is one of the rivalries we acknowledge was the worst game you could
2: possibly watch on TV. So uh, <laughs> hey, now come on. Uh, hey, sorry, sorry <laughs> Talk about Nick. my blue devils
0: like that. Duke Boston College.
2: But I will it, miss making fun of the coastal though. I will miss calling it, you know, the NFC East of college football. We had kind of a, a running thing, a running joke about the coastal. Oh, man. So I guess that might be done with, but all in all, I think it's a good move. It's it, it, it'll, it should make for better games and, you know, playing teams more often, which is only a good thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, did you guys see my uh, take on Twitter in the past couple hours about that? No, I'm I'm getting on there and I'm saying, Hey, you don't need to have a set number of like rivalries that each team has. Like you can have Miami have, what? but then wouldn't they argue? They would argue, but who cares? Like right now it's not even, and it will never be no matter how you divide it. You know, it's not people be- will always
2: argue. Yeah. And so yeah.
1: just play your rivals. That, and especially like if you've been playing for a hundred years and like it, it doesn't fit into like your, your new little rivalry, three, 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 five, five scheme. Don't end a rivalry over that. Just play your rivals and then rotate everyone else. And you'll get everyone else within right. two and a half years, which you is more than your ability
0: Yeah. Yeah. But still, I I I for one can't imagine a college football season without Duke Louisville. I know I'm right. it's, it's a classic that <laughs> we all need. Uh all right. Well, look, we got that out of the way. I did want to talk a little bit more about some college football. Look, we we addressed this on the last episode. I, I would strongly recommend going back and listening to last episode. I thought I made great points. If I may pat myself on the back, Patty C. There you go, you did. Um, <laughs> you shredded him <them> and, and
1: <laughs> a little statistical data digging up there. Colby was down in the in the library.
0: Well, I, I did it again. I didn't want to just alienate the SEC. And uh, that was just that episode. And uh, I, I'm gonna continue to do this. This is the big the big ten that I have right here. Nice. Uh, guess who played over the past 10 years? Now, this one's a little trickier because Maryland and Rutgers have only been in the Big Ten for eight years. Okay. So. so are we going 10 years back or eight years? 10 back? years back. Well, just just so we know, have
1: similar data. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: So, the team that played the most away games in the Big Ten over the past 10 years, NC Nick, Patty C, who do you. Th- if you had to cast a vote, Northwestern. Well, probably northwestern. No, Maybe actually, Illinois. Actually northwestern uh charts overall within the conference. Oh, it could be Rutgers. Kind of surprisingly uh you can see why they've had success. I'll put it like <laughs> really? that.
1: Pat, Patty Fitzgerald. You,
0: I, I I'll put it like that. The ants the correct answer is the Indiana Hoosiers.
1: Mm, well, okay. Makes sense
0: 52 too. away games. Now, if you compare that to yes, seem believe it or not Missouri, 59. Missouri's insane. Yeah. Shout out to Missouri, um, yeah, but, but this is all their own
2: doing because the teams are going to have the same amount of, of home and away games within conference play. Right?
1: Well, yes. not necessarily. If you have uh nine conference games or eight conference games, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. But
2: I thought one year you'd have four home games, the next five and vice
0: versa. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, basically you're going to have five every other year well, and uh, then the sec is never going to have that more than four in any given year.
0: And well, and when you throw the COVID year on, there where the big, Tw- big 10 certain teams played four, certain teams played one, certain teams played five. Yeah. It, it, it is a little that bit, throws a monkey wrench, but yeah.
1: generally speaking, a team uh, in a conference that plays nine uh, conference games is going to play more road games on average than a team in,
2: compared uh, to other conferences, but not compared to teams within their within own, within their own yeah. conference. Yeah. Okay. True, true, true.
0: So the Indiana Hoosiers have 52, uh, 52, which would finish second in the sec tied with Vanderbilt. Right? Yeah. Uh, Missouri. Like I said, the, the anomaly there. Yeah. Uh, number two, for the most away games, Illinois <laughs> at forty nine, tied at forty nine. though, is Minnesota, uh, Nebraska, and Michigan State. Shout out to Michigan State; they're kind of the Auburn, comparing it to the SEC and actually being yeah. impressed by. Yeah. Uh, then after that, it's Iowa at forty eight, Purdue at forty seven, Michigan at forty seven. Uh, Penn state at 47 Northwestern, 45, Wisconsin, 45, Ohio state, 44. Now, if you add in Maryland, Maryland through eight years has 42 Rutgers has 40 through eight years, right? So they're on pace. Like if, if you did the average of what they're doing, Maryland would fall at 46 Rutgers would fall at 45 with Northwestern, Wisconsin, and Ohio, Why do uh,
1: Maryland and Rutgers have so many fewer than
0: I think Rutgers needs wins. So they just schedule a bunch of home games. Against they don't even play Power Five some of those years. Yeah, they're just like so they have no desire to like
1: try and push for anything elite.
0: Now here's where here's here's where it gets tricky. So if you if let's just throw Maryland and Rutgers out because you don't know. Do you find it ironic that the teams that scheduled the least amount of uh, away games are these six teams: Ohio State, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Penn State, Michigan, uh. So that would be and the 6 being Purdue, believe it or not. That's pretty shocking. I mean, I mean, the only shocking thing was Northwestern to me. That was like the the one thing I would have replaced Northwestern with Michigan State. Um, but it still kind of tells the tale of of college football. I got to pull up the Big 10
1: championship game and see who the, the usual suspects are. Of course it it's the Well, team.
0: that wouldn't have
2: any impact on it though. If it, it yeah. if we're talking about out of conference games. No, so no
0: if, no no, we're talking just away games in general. But but they yeah. have the same in conference amount
1: in conference, yeah. which is what the uh, Big Ten championship race is based on. But right. uh, it definitely impacts your ability to win your other games if you're playing on the road, you know, more frequently in your But games. but the least True.
0: is Ohio State, which is 44. Alabama was at I believe 40. So it's not that far one. Was it 41? Let me, uh, let me go back.
2: Part of that though, 41, is, you're right. 41 yeah. Yeah. part of that, the big program scheduled neutral site out of conference games, big matchups because you know, it, it'll draw a big audience in person where meanwhile, Purdue can't pull that off because not a bunch of Purdue fans are going down to Atlanta or, or, you know, so that's, I I see what you're, what you're getting at and it it is important, but there's reasons. There's some reasons as to why Well, it's a fair
0: point. No, but here's the, here's the even fairer point point. If fair is a word Um, (laughs) is the back-to-back away. You ready for this? Because the conference does have control on the back-to-back away. This is a better point. This is more schedule manipulation before you dive
1: into this though, Nick, to counter your point, I don't know about the uh, Big Ten. I think certainly, probably, an, an, I, A, I don't know how many neutral site games are happening with the Big Ten. I can think of Ohio State TCU off the top well, of my head. Well, believe it like, or not,
0: Purdue did play uh, Notre Dame in Indianapolis a couple of times, I believe.
1: Okay. Well, Purdue, I mean, yeah, which is like kind of a counterpoint there. But yeah. uh, the SEC, their neutral site games with Alabama and Auburn are <laughs> half the time in Atlanta. Yeah. So, you know they're they're really
2: home games, you know. Yeah. So, or New Orleans or something. You no, know, uh, especially
0: yeah. when they're playing like Oregon and Washington, which yeah. happens a lot in yeah. BYU. It's yeah. like yeah, it's like, um. So the back-to-back away, uh, thirteen times has Indiana played back-to-back away games. So they have the most road games and yes. the most back-to-back away. Yes. yes, thirteen. One other question times. though: Is
2: this back-to-back conference?
0: occasionally occasionally uh they will have one away game and that will line up but it's very rare. I think it only happens yeah. like twice in this whole this whole thing.
1: Well, let me let me right. say this too. I mean, that that's one point you're making Nick that yes, uh the the getting screwed within your conference is probably like the conference showing preference, but like having to go on the road because you can't schedule a a better schedule because college football in general is geared toward the powerhouses and uh uh, what's the other point I was going to make there. I think uh, j- just um, going on the road more and, and, and not being able to have as much manipulation of your own schedule.
2: You yeah. know, I think that, that's a good point because Indiana can't attract big name power five teams to their home field too often. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they have to do home and home, you know, home and homes with another, you know, average power five team. So maybe, maybe they have to take more of those Holman Holmes. Yeah, they're getting a one and one with UCF, whereas Florida uh Florida's getting a two two for yeah
0: it. two yeah. for one yeah. yeah or or, or, point. or it's not happening at all. But yeah. uh, so at Indiana, thirteen back to back away games. Number two, Minnesota, eleven. So Minnesota was tied for number two with uh, away games in general, forty nine. But how about this? Purdue, which had forty seven total away games, which charted if you took out Maryland Rutgers would have charted in in the. Uh, in the top six, they have nine back-to-back away series. So you you're basically this your five worst. The the teams the Big Ten have dealt the most back-to-back away games: uh, Indiana, Minnesota, Purdue, Michigan State, and Iowa. Mm. Say those again: Indiana, Minnesota, Purdue, Michigan State, and Iowa. Michigan State's getting jobbed. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, Iowa too. But what's what's mo- most remarkable, and I'll get to this point in a second. But by the way, the least. Uh, once again, so I'm going to take Rutgers and Maryland out of the mix right now. But I'll, I find it ironic that Rutgers and Maryland have only been in the Big Ten eight years, and they've played more back-to-back away games <laughs> than Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Right. I mean, Maryland's played two more that two more sets. Rutgers just one. Uh, Ohio State is number one with the least amount, with five. By the way, Nebraska tied with Ohio State, and I. This is the point. I want to make with Nebraska. The first four years in the conference, they didn't give many. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> that they've been dog shit, they they have it every year. They have it every year. But the first four years in the Big Ten, they said, no, 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 this is one of our blue bloods. I'm glad you're catching on. A- to this and check trend. this out. If you look at their first four years. They're very good. They're like nine and four and 10 and three every year. Yeah. You start to give them the back to back.
1: They lose close yeah. games over and over. It's and over.
0: so fucking obvious. So, so the worst programs uh, would be these Ohio state one, Nebraska, Well, Ohio state, and Nebraska, both have the same, believe it or not. Right. One. Yeah. At five, yep. which is still two more than Georgia, right? Which was three yeah. in the, in the sec. Then you have uh, Wisconsin next six, right? P- tied with Penn State. Then after that, it is uh, it is Illinois. Believe it or not, I- I- Illinois has had some Illinois some, but they, they also had 40, 49 away games though. But then after that is Michigan. So yeah, uh, pretty. What do you make of all that? Because look, I mean, uh, I also have the win percentage over those ten years. Again, though, with with what Nick's saying.
1: You kind of wonder how many of those are within conference. I mean, even that is tough. No, no, it's
0: like ninety-eight. I'm telling you, I think Purdue was one that had one that was out of conference. Yeah, that's true. Why right? would you,
1: if you're a yeah. power five team, be playing black back to back road? Yeah, not I think Purdue
0: actually last year. I think they had at UConn and at Notre Dame back to back. That it was is. one. I I think uh maybe one other one, but it 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 shouldn't dilute the it's numbers. Usually, yes,
1: conference play. It should
0: not happen. be diluting the the numbers. Uh. But uh, over those 10 years, you ready for the, the top, the, you know, guess who the best two records are Ohio <laughs> state and Wisconsin. So Nebraska got, there got the go. pass. Uh, Nebraska still has a winning record, believe it or not over 10 years, but Ohio state and Wisconsin clear Ohio state's at 90%, uh, 117 and 13 and Wisconsin's at 72%, 93 and 37. Do you find that ironic Patty? See, cause after that, then, then, uh, at three for the highest uh, winning per, win percent in the league would be uh a, it would be a tie between Michigan State, Penn State, and Iowa. Right after that would be Michigan. Right. I don't find that coincidental in the slightest. It, I'll tell you what these numbers meant to me. Fucking Iowa's incredible. Yeah, that's what it meant to me because when Iowa's got the second most uh or I'm sorry the the tied for the third most uh back 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 to back away games and they've played forty eight road games which is uh, tied for what? It, that's third in the bottom half yes. of the conference. Th- that's what that tells me is Kirk Ferentz is fucking incredible because th- the obstacles at the other solution sh- to this. What's that? Now hear me out.
2: It might sound a bit crazy. Expand the playoffs, and every conference has somebody make the playoffs. The conference winner goes to the playoffs. So meaning every conference gets paid. Then they won't have to manipulate.
0: Hundred percent. Is that crazy? Is that crazy talk? I've been saying this forever. You got ten conferences have a large enough playoff because I want this to be fair. Because we can jump into the group of five, and you'll see you'll see teams like Marshall play. Like they open up their season with three away games against like if not one will be like uh, I'm just spitballing here at West Virginia, then followed by at Virginia Tech, and the third one will be at UCF. Well, and then they'll go like ten and three or ten and two you know, and then you're sitting there like this team's probably pretty fucking good. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, whole nine conference I, I want, I want all 10 conference uh, champions yes, to, to be agreed. represented in, in the, the large playoffs, but I'll say it again. My perfect situation is a 12 team playoffs,
2: 10 conference championships, two at large. Boom. Done. But,
0: but this is still pretty fucking revealing man to me. Like it, it kind of goes, it, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a fucking Ponzi scheme because uh, look, we love college football, but this, what what is essentially that the top gets rich, but yet they're not tested the way the others are. So it's not fair by yeah. any means. So not only do the best programs have the best
2: facilities, the deepest pockets, they get the best talent. They spend the most on their coaches, but they also get the benefit of the schedule manipulation from their conferences because their conference wants them to make the four team college football playoff, in order to bring all of that money into the league and which, raise the profile of the conference, which there is you go. terrible. Yeah, but it's
0: a terrible format for the yes. sport. It's, not <laughs> it's a fair. terrible Schedule fair. format. Manipulation yes. by
2: conferences is a real
0: thing. Nobody's talking about it other than us. I Led just find by it, Colby. Yes, I find it very ironic that Alabama and Ohio State played the least away games and the least, uh, George, well, Georgia had the least back to back away, but those are the three teams we see in the playoffs every fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <here's laughs> there, the there comes a point where the numbers you look, I get it. You'd be like, Oh, well you're, you're, you're thinking this back to back away thing. Why is it dictating who's in the playoffs is, is, <laughs> is geared yes. in this direction? Like <laughs> it's like, okay. I, if I, if you showed me one conference and I was wrong, then I would say, well, maybe, you know, maybe the numbers can be twisted or something like that but it's, it's it's this this I, I do the same thing with the big 12. I've done it before I'm gonna do it again next week so you guys will have the numbers yeah but trust me unless something crazy happened this past year which I I don't think it, something really did with the numbers it's gonna tell you the same fucking thing yeah. dude there's a lot of money at
2: stake the conferences are not dumb. they want a piece of that pie and they're gonna do whatever they can any little extra you know benefit they can give their top teams they will because they want the money. It's, which but, but, is why you,
1: I
0: mean, which is why you need a large playoff which, yeah. exactly. or
1: you
2: need like more scheduling,
1: like uh, uh, standards, you know, but because that's not going to happen. And because the people that are making the rules are the ones that are benefiting the most yeah, from,
0: clear conflict of interest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, but even in the NFL, it's like they, they have geared it a little, uh, actually they've geared it the opposite in the NFL. Yeah.
0: The NFL has like, you win hit, the super bowl. You're supposed to get the hardest conference. Or the hardest. Uh, well, no. The, the way the NFL works is you schedule. got your your yeah,
1: uh, yeah. your your six division and the worst games. draft pick. Yeah, you, know, you get the worst draft pick. There's that, right? But in, in terms of scheduling, you get your six division games that you get every year, and then you get your uh, eight games from the other two divisions uh, um, within your uh, conference, and then you get uh, uh, another four from the other conference, and then the two remaining games that are on your schedule are the best teams in, or the, if you're the best team or the team at the equal rank within their division. So if you're, if you won your division last year, you have to play two other division winners or, right. or from the other division. So it's like they try their best to make it even and balance everything out to the point where they're like fucking up their best teams. It, the opposite is true in college football where they're giving every break to the best team. Yeah.
0: I mean, right. it, it's almost, it's almost unbelievable. This is the format, but it, but it actually, I mean that's. That that's what we're stuck with, folks, and that's why but, we want change. <laughs> let's yeah. not give the NFL too much credit. I don't think they're trying to be fair. I think they're trying to
2: to just schedule as many premier matchups as as possible to get you know higher ratings. Which maybe I, in the end it turns out to be a good thing. But I, I also agree. do
0: think it's balance. Yeah, I mean, you see it. I with, think they yeah. should
1: randomize the 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 uh, the the two and now three because they went to seventeen extra games. You know. Or, or, or rotate them. So it doesn't have anything to do with the opposing uh, team's schedule and your or, or record and your record. But uh, I agree that it does make for better games, but like it well, should, that's, should that's the
2: NFL who gives a shit. Let's move back to college, <laughs> but, but either way, they're,
1: they're very much more fair. And lo and behold, there's way more turnover at the top of their sport. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) you know. I mean, I I just find those numbers fascinating. I can't wait to do the next. I know the numbers will be, I I kind of already know what's going to happen here, but uh, yeah, I, I, I find these numbers just every year you sit there and go, what Uh, the fuck?
1: and, And I'll say this. You come across a little bit. Sometimes I'm like Colby like you see all these other, and I don't want to be this guy that's saying casual casual. I don't want to be like, Mr. I, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Cause I'm just like Colby said, or we're just like any other fucking fan out there. But uh, these people that aren't paying attention, right? They are comfortable with the way it is. Right. And Colby is looking at, it and he's like, dude, this is clearly, as you say, tilted in uh the powerhouse's favorite. Let's, let's make it more fair so we can have a better product here. Yeah. Well, well, you we, show
2: me somebody that's comfortable with the status quo and I'll show you a fan of a big time school who is, who has the advantage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, look, uh, I want to tell you guys before we hop into our draft, which like I said, we, we draft uh, every single game or not every single, our top 30 games for week four, go back and check out all the other weeks. They are available. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. The college football experience is here on YouTube and also the college basketball experience. So we got you covered. But I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. You're home for all of our picks and podcasts. You can grab that for free in the app store and Google play store. So grab that thing today and let it ride. All right, folks. we well, look here. We are. Uh, we rotate draft picks every year or not every year, every week. I can't talk guys. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, now, so Patty C has the first pick in week four. We draft 30 games what we think are the most compelling games. We talk about it in case you, you've missed out on some other episodes, but uh, yeah. So Patty C
3: all
1: right. Patty C
0: is on the clock.
1: And uh... You know, the, there is one, one game that I have uh, in my heart that I'm going to leave for a little later, just because I feel like the fans don't have, I think that's the best game. Because it's, it's on
0: Thursday night. I've been to this game. It is the best Ooh. game.
1: There's no doubt. I think about you it. play it, play it, dude. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to play. It. I'm not, I'm going to play a more nationally relevant game. I'm going to leave it, leave you guys to take this because that's wild. Maybe, maybe there's what is the
0: more national re- relevant game here though?
1: Uh it's at the top of the list you provided us here. Really, but I, I they never win. It is true. <laughs> I'm looking at the head to head right now. Uh the game I'm going to take you to is Ohio State versus Wisconsin. And there was a 59 nothing loss in the past decade. That really uh has not <laughs> left my mind either. Uh the, the, the this is a uh, Ohio State's fourth most played rivalry. I haven't looked at how uh, many uh, come, uh where on the list it is for Wisconsin, but 84 matchups, 61, 18, and 5 overall. Ohio State with a seventy five point six percent winnings percentage in this rivalry and winners of it looks like the last eight or nine. Eight in a row. Eight in a row. Hmm. And eleven out of the last twelve, which is for the two teams that are the best in their respective divisions.
0: Here's my thing. If this was in Madison, I could see this being played. Yeah. This is gonna be a blow up. In in Columbus. Brandon well, Mert's the last two games,
2: 34-21 and 38 to 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, let me let me let, let me take a quick peek. I mean, just because this could be a Big 10 preview if 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 I mean, really Ohio State winning this, which you would expect they would, might be the difference between Wisconsin making a uh, Big Ten championship and not. I will say. You that know, they
0: haven't made it the past two years. There's an argument to be made that Wisconsin might be falling off a little bit.
1: Well, they've been playing hard teams in their Wait, like, l- that's last two that years or ninth, last three years. That's what that ninth game uh, does. Uh,
0: Wisconsin. They got Penn State last year. You Last right. made yeah. it three years ago to the yeah. Big Ten championship. It's a big year for them because, you know, uh, I feel like. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, also the Big Ten West has gotten better with F- F- Fleck coming in and, and Scott Frost. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but Fleck and, and Brom have made the floor up uh, rise a little bit. Bielma, you could say going to yeah. bring it up a little bit. Both of these teams
1: probably should be three and oh Ohio State first three games at home, one against Notre Dame. Wisconsin uh, has a cakewalk up until this point, so it will be two three and O teams coming to this team. In all likelihood. Coming into this game. Into yeah, this yeah. into this game. Um, it should be a fun one, but yeah, yeah, I guess you just expect Ohio State to win this one. So uh
0: Nick, what do you make of this game?
2: Uh first off, what's up, Terrell Furman hitting us up on uh I guess the YouTube here, whatever here. I just see yeah, a, the comments a message from there we go. There we uh, go. I, I, mean, there,
0: I got the glasses on. I'm getting the nerd talk, you know,
2: you <laughs> <laughs> so I think this, this, this game deserves to be in the top five, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a very one lopsided, you know, uh, matchup here. We, we mentioned the last two games, blowouts, Buckeyes have won eight in a row. So it's probably not going to be that close here either. Um, now I, I will say Ohio state opens up with five straight home games. It includes Notre Dame and Wisconsin but really there's no reason why the Buckeyes should not be at least five. and zero to start the year, including beating the Badgers
0: here. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Uh, Graham Mertz got that NIL. You'll see that's a good story for NIL. The guy sucks, and he got he got a deal in time. He (laughs) Mm -hmm. he cashed in before ever ever throwing a football. (laughs) He made his own logo
2: last year before the season started. I was was like, "Are you serious?" Should
0: should have spent that same time perhaps throwing the fade or throwing the (laughs) (laughs) watching a a film. Yeah, Yeah, I mean that guy. uh, I I'm still shocked that he's that they Wisconsin's content on that unless his spring, but unless his spring game, he looked absolutely like fucking Joe Namath. I, <laughs> I have no idea why you'd be like, Hey, yeah, this side, uh, that's our guy.
1: Well, that's our guy. Maybe that first game, what was it? Uh, during the pandemic year against, I don't know if it was Michigan or he went. No, late, was, I think it was against Illinois. The first day, like right? his first
0: 20 yeah, passes, it was from, Illinois,
1: man. It was a blow. It was a blowout. Yeah. Everyone was convinced that this guy was it. And then he is slowly disappointed, but Maybe he's worked it out this off season. Let's hope
0: working it out. All right. Your boy Dundee is on the clock and I am selecting the game paddy. he didn't have the cojones to select. <laughs> I have been to this game in Blacksburg, Virginia. This fucking game is fantastic. I, and I feel like the college football gods have been listening to me guys because i i you know last week or i'm sorry last year this was played on a saturday and i said what happened to virginia tech playing these thursday night games you know they got so good like the back in the big east they were like they they were a staple of thursday night oh, football yeah. they they made their 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 come up on and that. a lot of them were these rivalries like the, these games oh yeah this exact I, game yeah, yeah this exact game uh so west virginia at virginia tech thursday night uh, this is, this is, this is the game, man. This is like, I think one of the low key, low key underrated rivalries that people don't know about in college football. They played last year. It was a fucking great game. Sloppy game, but West Virginia won by six. If you look at really a lot of their matchups over the past, uh, you know, 20 years, a lot of them been close. I mean, you got a, the occasional blowout, but look 27, 21 last year, then 31, 24. You did have a 34, 17 in there, but 1913. 2118, 18, uh, 22, 20. I mean, you go on and on and on. And, uh, and, and it's kind of been both ways too, with the exception of Virginia tech from like 94 to 2001, where Virginia tech won every one, but one um, it's kind of, it's kind of gone both ways Back too. So it. yeah, I love this matchup. The fact it's on Thursday night. Thank you. Cause they, they keep giving away Thursday night to the NFL. I'm telling you like, okay, there's room for both. There's room for both. All right. Thursday night college football this is should be exactly played. exactly
1: where it is. Like teams with like I think West Virginia's got fifty some odd thousand seats in their stadium. Virginia Tech somewhere in the 60s, 66, I think. If you don't have a hundred, ten thousand seat stadium, but you can pack sixty thousand, fucking play on Thursday night. It's a lit environment. Yes. Know. I mean a hundred
0: percent. Morgan Town, Town you always be <laughs> home <laughs> sweet home to me. Good, yeah. Good. Light your couches on fire. Perhaps they will be for this. Well, actually, this is in Blacksburg, so I guess uh, I guess you know what do they got? I don't have Sandman here.
3: gobble gobble
0: I have that. Woo! All right, <laughs> close enough. NC Nick, what do you make of this one? Well, a couple of things. I mean,
2: college football is taking Thursday night back this week because I actually have two games Thursday night in the top ten. Uh, we'll talk about that Sun Belt matchup a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I prime time Lane Stadium under the lights I mean the only downfall is that I think Virginia Tech was six and seven last year and WVU was below 500 so both well, these teams the I mean, average this year
0: well Virginia Tech I mean West Virginia was basically six and seven too because if you go to the eight conference games they probably would have uh, beaten you know Old Dominion well basically uh, or
2: not that wasn't their final record <laughs> but uh, Neil Brown was on the hot seat you know versus coach Pry in year one. It's a fun matchup. Thursday night, we'll definitely be watching. So uh, I might have had it a, a notch or two lower, but I'm not gonna argue with it.
0: Uh, will uh, the announcer's car get struck by lightning?
2: <laughs> Didn't that happen
0: twice? right? Thursday night game in Blacksburg. <laughs> That's right. Uh, by the way, Terrell Furman says Virginia Tech gets revenge. And and by the way, Terrell Furman, make sure uh, you, you give him a follow on Twitter. Really, rel underscore underscore. Doing great work with the NBA gambling podcast, also the WNBA dude, gambling podcast. Subscribe really to Ro both. Terrell was
1: dropping knowledge, dude. He knows I was his listening shit. To him on the NBA podcast, yeah. was, uh, was, I don't know if he was on that or if he was. No, a he's a host on that. that. He's yeah. a host yeah. on that. Yeah, got some knowledge, dude. Got the guy knowledge. knows
0: what the hell he's doing. All right, yeah. so go give uh, Terrell firm. check out all of his work. He's doing great work. He's like breaking down the schemes and shit, like. Uh, I'm saying
1: the substitutions, the like the, the I don't know what the fuck it was. It was more advanced than I knew about basketball. I'll, I'll give him that much, <laughs> which isn't much, but
0: I <laughs> uh, was impressed. Check out the NBA Gambling Podcast and the WNBA Gambling Podcast and and all of Terrell's work. Uh, true legend there. What's Let me up? say this: What's up,
1: uh, Virginia Tech, West Virginia? If they're at an equal level, which they currently are, that game last year was absolute fire. Was it last year? Was yeah, no, it yeah. was it last year. it yeah. was a great game. Twenty-one. Yeah. yeah, Virginia Tech damn near completed that comeback. Even, even Teresa in here was a great game. Yeah, that was an absolute great game. These two always produce magic, and you know what it is—they're just redneck schools. They're, they're like they're cousins, <laughs> which means with these two schools, they're probably fucking and. Uh, <laughs> Uh yeah, they're they it's just always fun. They're there's very <laughs>
0: rambunctious uh, fan bases. Uh all right. Well that puts NC Nick on the clock pick three.
2: <laughs> well, let
0: me take a, a quick step
2: back and say, you know, I'm a Big 12 basher most of the time, but they really saved this week because I mean there's not that many great games, especially up top. You have conference play starting. Uh, but a lot of these games are like cross divisional games between schools that aren't all that familiar with each other. And most conferences kind of backload, you know, their best matchups or later in the year. So with all that said, I mean, I could go in lots of directions here, but uh, I'm going to, I said that because I'm going to go with the big 12 game. Uh, Believe it or not. (laughs) Oh, big 12. Believe it or not. (laughs) Big 12. Nick is here.
0: Uh, Which one turned the the question, Uh, Kansas state, Oklahoma. Yeah. This is a sneaky, this is like a sneaky, I feel like Kansas state, even back in, in Oklahoma's heyday when they had Bob Stoops, remember when L Roberson and Darren Sproles in the big 12 championship, I think Oklahoma was like a two touchdown favorite Kansas state and bill Snyder whooped their ass. You remember that game? I do. I do. Yeah, man. I feel like Hay state always fucks with them. Well, I just you don't like, have
2: to go that far back. I mean, in the last three years, Kansas state is two, two and one. Uh, And the games 48 to 41 in Manhattan, 2019, 38 to 35, Kansas state wins in Norman in 2020. And then last year, Oklahoma wins 37 to 31. So, I mean, these games always go down to the wire, obviously by those scores, there's lots of offense, Uh, very entertaining every year. And this year, I mean, you got Venables coming over, you got Dylan Gabriel versus Adrian Martinez battle of the transfer quarterbacks and uh, deuce, a Vaughn. Here.
0: deuce Vaughn and deuce what's Vaughn's our guy. If, if you're our, a Can- uh, DFS guy. Yes. Yes. If you're a Kansas state fan, you catch them. You catch Oklahoma the week after they go to Lincoln. So let's say, let's say that Venables gets this first marquee win. Cause the first two games are nobody's right. If they get that win at Nebraska, which is Ven- that that's a great omen. Like they're going to be like or Venables, beats loss. the rival, you yeah. come home, the Norman for a team, uh, uh, a little bit of a, uh, just a, a, I just feel like K state's always ready for these games. Yeah. I love this matchup. Um, Kansas state at Oklahoma. I was, I was uh, interested to see that you didn't go. There's another big 12 game that I think is pretty damn good out there, but it was, tough. Uh, it was a tough choice
2: between those two. I, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, man. So who's up? P-
0: Patty C is
2: all
1: well, back. What's that? Kansas State Oklahoma's uh Oklahoma's their third most played game of all time. Oklahoma Kansas State is their fourth most played of all time uh, game of all time. I saw something Josh Pate was saying uh online today about uh how recruiting uh was essential, you know, and 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 he referenced the modern game, but basically any coach that can recruit can't possibly be a bad coach and any coach that can't recruit Uh, Yeah, that drove me crazy. I saw that. I didn't even touch it. I didn't touch it. uh, You know,
0: look, he's becoming the Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Of of of, <laughs> oh, of college that, football.
1: That's rough. It <laughs> is. There it is. But-
0: Look, I have nothing against the guy. Like I've never met him in my life. He's a passionate college football fan, but the difference would be is that He's a shock job. Yeah. He, like, and, yeah and he's he- clearly just an SEC. I try to just take it from a, a God's eye view. Yeah. You know, you like what I did there? And, I would uh, say he's he's there.
2: turning into Skip Bayless or something.
0: Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I mean it's a ridiculous take. That's a ridiculous, I mean, take. I like that's that a ridiculous take.
1: People said uh K state is an obvious example of recruiting, uh, not being a a super important uh, factor for an elite coach for Bill Snyder, who took Mike Leach from nothing, Mike Leach. And, and and he took Kansas state to a point of national title contention at the fucking doorstep of national title contention. And, and I was looking back at their, their draft classes of the, those years. And and obviously he's right that now with teams cranking out like 10, 15 uh, recruit or uh, draft picks, it's outrageous now. But back in the, at his time, when he was getting like seven guys drafted, uh, Dude, pretty much every year, K- it's like he was elite
0: without being a recruiter. Dude, K State had a year in the late nineties where all eleven players on their defense played in the NFL. Yeah, they weren't well, drafted. We, just looked at, yeah. we looked
2: at the NFL draft this year, and, and for example, like no Texas players were drafted, and Cincinnati you know? and, had
0: nine. Yeah, right? so there yeah. you go. Yeah, ridiculous statement. Right. Anyway. Uh, Terrell Furman saying Adrian Martinez has been starting a uh, power five quarterback since two thousand one. He ain't wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, I, he should have went to K State from the start because Nebraska was running pro style offense. I like. I Look, Adrian Martinez. I don't think he ever fit in that. Yeah. I. I at K State is like the perfect shoe. Well, there you go, and that yeah.
1: that goes uh, what you were saying the other day some of these guys that are trying to pigeonhole themselves into an NFL kind of position might be more willing to go to a, a, a run oriented quarterback system because the money is
0: there now. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Um, all right. Uh, what? Uh, back to you, Patty C
1: caught me all sorts of off guard. Let me get back over this. Jesus fucking flip. Um, Where are even the games? Okay. I got it.
0: (laughs) Are there games played this Saturday? Um,
1: I am going to go with, you know, I'm going to go with a little personal flavor here only because, you know, and I'm going to ignore a game. That's that you have listed above it. um, Because I think this might have a coastal implications and or uh, Atlantic implications. I hey, milk
0: say. it. It's the last mm. year you can milk this coastal yeah, that's
1: true. Atlantic thing, it sounds like. That's true. Um, and it potentially for Clemson could have national champion or at least playoff. Stop, stop it. <laughs> playoff. Stop it. This they still game? got ukulele
0: at quarterback? Sometimes <laughs> uh, it may be good. Sometimes it be shit. Actually, I think he's just uh, shit the Usually whole time. Usually shit. Maybe yeah. shit.
1: But. This team still went ten and three last That's
0: year. That's because the ACC sucks. Well, it still sucks. They almost sucked. lost eight of those games. It still <laughs> sucks, and it,
1: they don't have Georgia on the schedule this Jergevick's year. Jerkovic's healthy. They can't beat. Jergevick. They don't have national championship <laughs> Georgia on the Jergevick. schedule. Who they played closer than pretty much every fucking team in the country <laughs> last year. Okay, aside
0: from Bama, who whipped the shit. Out Clemson of them. makes the playoffs this year. I would be very shocked. Would you really? Yes. Why? Because I watched them last year, and that offense is horrible. 10 and 3 dude 10 and 3 They, lo- they, they lose. Venables. The game they first, lose okay? venables. they lose Tony Elliott.
1: Clemson goes to Wake
0: Forest 10 and That's 3 true. that 10 and 3 is the same as SMU's 10 win season a couple of years ago
2: Wow uh, I'll say right. that Patty C having this game number 4 is crazy
0: Clemson goes to Wake
1: Forest why is this crazy Wake Forest <laughs> was in the ACC Sam Hartman baby year. Clemson Met- hopes to get back to the ACC championship last year These are the two
2: favorites within this division. I
0: think NC State is the favorite this year.
2: Maybe this game is crazy because Clemson has beat Wake Force 13 times. In a a row? row? In a row. Sorry, in a row. Of course. (laughs) Maybe it's crazy because even last year, Clemson
1: won by 21. It's in the Hornets' nest of Winston-Salem this year.
0: That's not a Hornets' nest. Terrell Furman knows about that. That place. All thirty-one
2: (laughs) thousand seats in that stadium will be rocking. You have to go all the way back to two thousand eight when Wake Forest, under Jim Grobe, beat the Tommy Bowden-led Tigers twelve to seven. Well, it's funny you
1: should mention Jim (laughs)
2: Grobe because
1: uh, you can't win. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Who's Wake's coach? Uh, Dave Clawson. Clawson yeah. said he asked Jim Grubb specifically what his strategy. How was. do you
0: beat Clemson?
1: Yeah, how do you get to the top <laughs> in general? He said, "Get old," you know, and that's what he's been doing. You're gonna redshirt, mother effer.
0: That's is it. Sam Hartman the best quarterback in the ACC? Sam Hartman is not only the best; he's the most
1: handsome, and he's gonna win. Better the than Br-
0: better than Brandon Armstrong? Uh,
1: <laughs> I think he's more the top pro. two
0: quarterbacks in the ACC. Well, actually, no, Jerkovic might be in there too. Or Van Dyke. They got some good quarterbacks I this year. Read on Brendan Armstrong. <laughs> Brendan Armstrong and our new coordinator will tell
1: a lot about
2: what he is. But mm. I will say it is definitely a big day for the Hartman for Heisman campaign. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. I just don't think they can handle the the you know the size and athleticism of Clemson. They obviously they haven't in a very long time.
1: Yeah. These are two teams that take a very different approach to uh, trying to win football games.
0: Terrell Furman says I can confirm the home crowd at wakes forest sucks. <laughs> I've been to a game at wake forest. I'll, I'll second that <laughs> Winston. Salem is also boys. Town. How many wins will it take for them to fucking be decent as a fan base? Well, like, I mean, Clawson's got this program rolling right now when you
1: have the same population as West Hollywood, as your uh, <laughs> fan base it makes it harder to get a little, a lot of support. Again, it, it's a more. small
2: private school. So even people that live in the town are probably more like UNC fans than the art wake force fans. It's mm. kind of like Duke
1: uh,
2: well, without, you know, the school itself is what? <laughs> 8,000
0: people.
1: Yeah, You're basically uh, it's tiny.
0: William and Mary there. All right. I'm on the clock. Yeah, no more of this ACC trash. <laughs> I was going to take this game, but I just can't take it because it's played in a dome. And I hate the fact that this sec matchup is in this dome because I should be on campus in Fayetteville and in college station. I'm not taking it instead. <laughs> I'm taking you to Ames where I thought NC Nick was going to play this as the, as the third best game of the week. Obviously yeah. this is the other, you know, huge big 12 matchup. Look, I do believe you made the right choice. Here. You better than Arkansas and A and M. You think? I, I, I mean, especially because Baylor, uh, Baylor, what was very close to making the playoffs, uh, uh, the, the invitational a year ago. Uh, Iowa State. I mean, they're recruiting at a level they've never ever recruited at. Uh, this this game, and I want to say, didn't Baylor get him last year? Even though Iowa State like outgained them by like three hundred yards, I feel thirty-one like, last year? to twenty-nine. Iowa State failed a
2: two-point conversion, you know, for the tie with like twenty seconds left or something. It was a great. But if game you look at year. the
0: yardage, I want to say Iowa State outgained them by like three hundred yards. I thought, and Baylor just found ways to turn the ball over, uh, much like the the Michigan Panthers in the uh, the USFL, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, this game's fantastic. Big Big Twelve, uh, Big Twelve Colby here doing it. Nick, what do you think about this one, Big Twelve hater?
2: I agree, man. The game last year was dynamite. Uh, the last four games, it split two two. So you know this game is coming down to the wire. Iowa State has lost a decent amount, uh, but they're playing at home. It's a fun game. It's going to be close. Yeah, I like it here. It was a tough choice between that and Kansas State, Oklahoma. But I guess Oklahoma, just the name brand. That's why I picked, you know, that game over this one, but you can't go wrong with either.
0: Yeah. I mean, could this be a sample of the big 12 championship this year?
2: Hmm.
1: It very well could
0: be, Uh, you know, the odds came out and guess who's favorite to play in the big 12 championship guys. Oklahoma and Texas. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they still have Texas yeah. in the what five about, and seven every fucking State? year. I know, but I'm, t- I'm telling you, based on the Vegas odds, they have Oklahoma and Texas playing again in the Big Twelve Championship, which which never happens. Seems what? like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Art Briles uh, took over from a three and nine team, four and eight in his first year, and then ten wins by his uh, fourth year. Uh, Jim Grobe had a one-year uh, hangover while our still had a winning season seven and six. Yeah. But then Matt Rule one and eleven in year one, eleven and three by year three. Uh, Dave Aranda two and seven in year one when he took over, yeah. ele- a twelve and two in year two. So Baylor, you expect you know a- after a one or two years to be on top, and let's see if they can maintain that. Meanwhile, Matt Campbell eight eight seven nine seven wins in consecutive years can we expect with the expectations a little lower for Iowa state to, you know, jump back up into that nine, 10 win
0: range, but they get fucked on the schedule. They're a classic example to me of like, when you look at that, you know, the things we caught out earlier in the episode, you look and the, like they, they have, first off, Iowa state's like losses are like by two by four. And they get they had I think three sets of back to back away in one season last year I think it was yeah oh <laughs> you know what I mean like it like they get I Probably if not last year then it was like 2019 team. yeah but my point is is that like uh you know I feel like they're better that people can I I watch other platforms and they say. Can Iowa State get over the hump? No! They can't if you schedule like that. No one can get over that hump. Yeah. <laughs> if
1: you give them 10 has nothing
0: to do with Oklahoma Matt Campbell. And yes. TCU back to back on the road. <laughs> uh, look, the last times th- these teams have played, I, look, check out these scores. It was 31 29 last year. Uh, the, the year before that, 38 31. The year before that, 23 21. I mean, these are some great games. So I, I think I played the right one there. NC Nick. <laughs>
2: You are on the clock. All right. Well, we've already picked five games, meaning 10 teams, and we have yet to mention anybody from the Southeastern Conference. Mm. So allow me to be the first. Are you
0: playing Vandy at Bama?
2: (laughs) No, not quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking Florida at Tennessee. Oh, he's not going with Jerry. I like it. No, no. Look, this is a big rivalry. Granted, it's pretty lopsided, also. Gators have won five in a row, but this is Billy Napier's first year. And uh, I mean, this game is really about Tennessee. It's, you know, are they ready to step up and really compete for the sec East? Uh, Or is it going to be the same thing? You know, the same program since, I don't know, since like T Martin, you know? So uh, with Hypo there with Hennon Hooker at quarterback uh, Cedric Tillman, one of the best wide receivers in the conference. I mean, the time is now for Tennessee to step up and that that means beating Florida,
0: beating your rival at home. You know what's fascinating about this? So Tennessee's only won once since 2005. Yeah, right. Since 2005. <sighs> Check this out, though. Here's what's fascinating: is Florida had some horrible years in the like last year's team was terrible. Muschamp had a bad team, and McElwain had a bad team, and they still beat Tennessee those years. <laughs> That's that's Tennessee's
1: had a really
0: rough patch. One win since 2005 against the Florida Gators. That is how about
2: uh, how about Billy Napier? You know, first year in the first four games, he has a 10 win Utah team from last year, a 10 win Kentucky team from last year, and your arch rival on the road. That's a rough start, man.
0: It is. If but is Kentucky really a 10 win team? Or did that, <laughs> did that just they the, they just pad that SEC East and soft out of conference schedule? Uh, they won ten games last year. Yeah, and they, Will Levis. They're, they're taught Have you guys seen this shit? They're saying Will Levis will be the top quarterback drafted next year. I, I I what what are they watching that I'm I'm not watching? I mean, he might be the best quarterback at Kentucky
2: since Tim Couch, but that doesn't mean he's going to be drafted. Andre as early Woodson as was did. pretty
0: good, right?
1: Andre Woodson back. Uh-huh. Hey, he ate a banana with its peel on, if I'm not mistaken. So Andre Woodson did. No. uh, Oh. uh, Will Levis. Will Levis did with a very mean mug
2: look on his face. So (laughs) he's not the hefty lefty Lorenzo. Oh,
1: rest in peace, man.
0: That's my guy. What
1: What, what team did he play on in the Arena League?
2: The Giants.
0: Oh no, no, but he played in the Arena League too. But he was not the New Giants. uh, Swamp, swamp, swamp snakes, or I I think so. I (laughs) forgot. Swamp snakes. Uh yeah, look, I I, I like I think you're playing this at the right spot. The question is, is the next is the other SEC game better? But I actually think you're right because this is more college football. It's on campus. You know, Smokey the dog there. You know they'll have all this great shit going on down there. I've I've been in, to Knoxville and party. That's a great that's a great experience for college football. Um, so then Patty C. It puts it, uh, again real quick. Florida.
1: This g- had been an even rivalry too till that. By Florida 2005, since then, they've won 16 of the last 17. Prior to that, how do you do that? And, and Jeremy Pruitt was handing out cash and McDonald's bags, and you still couldn't win, yeah, yeah. And uh, I Butch, guess Florida's paying their Butch guys Jones too, was number one recruiter in the <laughs> nation. There you go, Josh Pate. You know why Josh Pate says you have to be an elite recruiter because that's the only kind of coach Tennessee can get, and that's where he <laughs> went to school.
2: So, yeah, they keep firing coaches every couple. They can They X's do the, the same guys. thing on the basketball front. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 hey, oh with
0: Rick Barnes, yeah, you're is. right. There it is. <laughs> We're a
1: state flagship, but we can't coach for shit. Uh, all right, Patty see so you are on the clock.
3: All
0: right, we are going to go. Hmm. I guess I got to go. You got, you got Brendan Armstrong on Friday night all by itself. <laughs> Tempting
1: <laughs> as that is. No,
0: that's a horrible match. I mean,
1: any, any game with the uh, potential ACC coastal uh, leaders is fun, but no, we are going, I guess we got to go to Jerry's world. Um, it is time to admit that this is a game between two. This is nine. a, gr-
0: uh, it is a great game. I mean, Arkansas won a year ago. Twenty right? to ten. Yeah. I mean, I love this like the actual matchup. I just hate the fact that it's at Jerry's World. It, it to me it's like a road game for Arkansas. Why yeah. not play it at the Twelfth Man and, and just completely show off the goods that is college football? Twelfth man's
1: great. Was this game played at the Cotton Bowl or wherever, uh Cowboys Stadium while they were both in the Southwest conference? I'm guessing it must have been in order to like uh for This tradition, what have you, to be continued, or whether they just decided randomly to go to a neutral site. But no, it's a good question. I'm quickly digging right now. Talk about the game. I'm going to say this <laughs> I, I feel like the city of Dallas doesn't like either of these teams. I feel like <laughs> AM's a little too country for a highfalutin Dallas, and Arkansas is way too country for highfalutin Dallas. They are just going to this might as well be a fucking bowl game here. That said, this game has been remarkably competitive every single
2: year. Arkansas with the upset last year was fantastic. Uh, Tr- Sam- Traylon Burks, the uh, current Tennessee Titan, went for uh, what six for one sixty seven and a touchdown last year. And I think <laughs> Arkansas they surprised a lot of people in this game last year.
0: Old pork Pittman, baby. Now, now you you know this though that. The Arkansas needed that win because AM had won the previous uh, nine matchups. Yeah, nine, and those had all been yeah.
1: like a lot of close games. I feel like weren't there some overtime? There are three
0: games? overtime matchups there. Yeah, so uh, Arkansas just
1: getting the 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 short straw there, but they finally got it done, and they threw a fucking right cross right down. Uh AM's uh, face. And
0: by the way, no, they weren't. Uh when I'm looking here in the 80s. They, a lot of them were happening in uh, Little Rock or College Station. So this is another yeah. made
1: up neutral site rivalry. Little Rock.
0: Yeah, they would play some in Little Rock. A- they
1: still do. AM loves some Little Rock for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but um all that to say, I think this is kind of some uh traditional like
0: Southwest SEC flavor here with I love the actual matchup. I think now, you know, Texas A&M has been is this the year Jimbo turns the corner? Maybe. Can I pose the question, what if he was just never that good? At, at, like he won a national championship at Florida State, but I think once again you have the benefit of playing that Clemson wasn't Clemson then.
2: You know what I mean? Like and you he were, also had Jameis Winston who was a, a
0: a very elite college quarterback. I mean, I just feel like the ACC back then you didn't even have to win in the playoffs. There was no look, there was no invitational. Look what Clemson's done. You know, it's the
1: same exact situation. Clemson wasn't up yet. Florida state was, so they're kind of going, no, but the th- problem
0: was, is that Miami and Virginia tech were still down those years. Well, they're still down now. It, what,
1: yeah. what I'm saying is what Clemson has been doing for the last 10 eight years Fair enough. is what Florida state was doing for that five years or so under Fisher. So is
0: this the year that Fisher gets it done? Petty. C?
1: no, I think I agree with you. I don't think he's an elite coach. I think he's like a, a Brian Kelly type, you know? And so uh, 75 but, million dollar man, <laughs> right? Do they beat Arkansas? I expect a good game. I don't know if Polport Pittman's got it going on like that.
0: I think what, do I got to remember remember this nugget here. Arkansas, I think one of eight teams in the country that return their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator, their head coach, and their starting quarterback.
1: Wow.
2: Big stat.
0: There maybe, you go. Maybe
1: the Razorbacks coming up.
2: A- me, and uh, AM's coming off that big game uh, versus Miami. Uh, could be a letdown spot.
1: I doubt it, but. If Miami's good this year, maybe they've, they're, they're a little worn out. Let me, let me say this, Virginia tech and Texas A&M both uh, kind of military type schools. They both have their cadets or whatever, Arkansas and uh, West Virginia, both complete redneck schools, if I'm not mistaken. So do we have two of the same exact matchups? The only difference is Virginia <laughs> tech, West Virginia is on campus. So that makes it the, the higher ranked game.
2: Yeah, 100%.
0: ROTC versus redneck, huh? There it is. (laughs) Redneck ROTC versus redneck. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, look, uh, I want to tell you guys, first off, that uh, the college football experience is brought to you by Manscaped. Fellas, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing spring has sprung and the global leaders in below the waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning old aisle five, AKA in your pants, uh, time to clear out the, your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust manscape by going to manscape.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code S G P. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, you gotta love this thing. Manscaped's got this lawnmower 4.0 I mean, that thing, that thing can do some serious damage right there in a good way. Uh, So go grab that thing. I mean, look, get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Patty C Um, all right. Yes. Now this concludes part one of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, stick around. We we, we're we're just going to take a quick five seconds here.